This episode of the Autism Dad podcast is brought to you by Mightier. Mightier is a biofeedback-based video game platform that teaches kids to emotionally self-regulate. This leads to a significant reduction in meltdowns and parental stress. It's backed by science, helped over 100,000 kids. And if you want more information, latest reviews and updates, as well as current discount codes, visit theautismdad.com forward slash Mightier. That's theautismdad.com forward slash Mightier. Welcome to the Autism Dad Podcast. I'm Rob Gorski, and on this show, we talk about all things related to autism and parenting and ADHD and self-care and mental health and, and all those things that are important and relevant in your life that we don't talk about enough for whatever reason. We do that on the show, and I really appreciate you guys taking the time to tune in. So last Friday, I talked about how my adult autistic son, Gavin, was going to be voting for the first time. And since then, uh, we both voted. And uh, he and I sat down for an interview and we just talked a little bit about what the process was like for him, if he found anything frustrating about the process um, and how, like what advice he had for other young voters who may be out there looking to vote for the first time, especially if they're autistic. So uh, we sat down and recorded this uh, in a different way. So the audio is gonna sound a little bit different, but I'm gonna go ahead and play that for you right now. Okay, so Gavin, Thank you for being here. I appreciate that. You're welcome. So last week was a really big week for you. Mm-hmm. And last Friday, I had uh, I did a podcast about, and I'll have the link in the show notes below so you guys can check the first part of this out if you want. Um, I talked about you voting for the first time, right? And at the time of recording, you hadn't you hadn't voted yet, and we were just getting ready to go do that, and. I wanted to find out what, like, what your thoughts of the process were. Like, how how do you feel like it went, and are there things that you feel maybe could be different or could could help make the process easier for autistic people? So we'll just go one at a time. That was a lot. So how do you feel? How do you feel you did? I feel like that I did pretty well. Uh it was nerve-wracking in a way, because anything you do for the first time is nerve-wracking. That's just, that's just part of the human nature. And, and I guess you could say my emotions were kind of all over the place. Like, some parts of it just made me straight up nervous, some parts of it made me a bit frustrated I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Um. And this is, I, I really had to keep an eye on my body language and keep that in check, keep an eye on my emotions and just reel them in if they would start going astray. Uh, so did you, did you feel like it, it, overall, you feel like it was, it was a positive experience? I'm just saying for my first time, it was really nerve-wracking. Now, I think it will, I'll be doing handle it a little bit better the more I do it for the years to come because yeah yeah so were there any parts that you found very frustrating or that might be frustrating for other autistic people I feel like I don't know if this is true but I feel like writing my name was the thing I struggled with the most especially when it comes to writing it in uh, cursive or sort of cursive. I've never been good at cursive. It's always been a confusing form of writing and I just never liked it. 
I prefer writing my name and like actual letters. I feel like that's just, it's just easier for me. It's more, it's just a lot better to understand and read. And that's okay. You're allowed to sign your name any way you want. What was, I think what was frustrating, and it really wasn't your fault, was when we, and this is just something to think about, guys, if you're out there and you're, you're going through this process. Uh, when I took him to the BMV to get his ID, there we had some issues writing your name. Yeah. Right? And it was frustrating. Uh, but we realized that there was an option where you could just type your name and then it would like do a script version of that on the screen, right? So it was like a computer-generated signature. Uh, and so when, when you went to vote and you signed the, the little box to do your signature verification, uh, it didn't match because the one that they had on file was a computer-generated signature and, and it was not what you would write with your hand. And so uh, that was a little bit frustrating for you. I, I mean, it was, it was more, it was slightly annoying. It was a little bit more slightly annoying than was frustrating. Because at the end of the day, there was a secondary process to help to verify it. So it, it really wasn't that big of a deal. Do you remember what they said to you uh, when you were, when we were going through that? Why it was so important? Uh, because the votes wouldn't count if the name didn't match. They wanted to make sure your vote counted. Yes. And that was very important. So I feel like you handled yourself very well. I, I knew that you were frustrated, and emotions can be really tough to deal with sometimes, but you did a really good job. Now, when you actually got to vote, and we went back and you put your card in the machine, yeah. how do you feel like that went? I feel like that went well. Like I didn't really know how the machine worked all that much, and it was first time. Like you can't expect yourself to know some how something works, especially when you're doing it the first time, because you can't. Well, you don't know how to do everything, right? Especially if some you're doing the first time, like that's yeah. And if you do, like, I mean, geez, good for you, right? Like good for you, like. <laughs> You sure as heck better than I am. <laughs> so, all right. So we're not going to get into politics. We're yes. not going to get into who you voted yes. for, and we're not making this a political thing. Yes. But I do want to. I do want to ask you. Like, I know that you you needed some help navigating the process, right? Like signing in and and kind of figuring out how to use the the touchscreen machine, right? Yeah. But when it came to knowing who you wanted to vote for were you comfortable with that like do you feel like you researched and you you know you've read things and you've watched things and you've learned about so so when you went in there maybe you didn't know how to navigate the machine very well because it was your first time but you knew who you wanted to vote for is that fair to say yeah so that part was okay that part was okay when it came to voting for people, yes. like people you wanted in Congress or as a senator or representative or whatever, yes. you, you knew who you wanted to vote for. So that part of it yes. you were familiar with. What I didn't prepare you for, because I forgot, was some of the issues that were on a ballot, some of the amendments, some of the laws, things like that. And so... Uh, 
there were things that you were that you just skipped, I think. Yeah. Because because you didn't understand it and and that's okay. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to just vote for one thing if you wanted to. So, I think it's important that people know that that you don't have to answer every question. You don't have to vote for everything that's on there. Um but I also know that it can be frustrating because you like to complete everything that you start. And so well, Yes, I'm not gonna lie. I I do like to complete everything I start. That's always been kind of who I am, and sometimes I really don't like that. But sometimes it's gotta accept that's just. Were you okay leaving some of the things blank? Yeah, like like I get I get who I am, and sometimes I don't like it. But when it comes to something like this i'm willing to let that part of me i just i'm willing to just do what i feel like is right and just kind of make an exception for that i make an exception for that. and then you can walk away feeling okay yes okay first of all who you are is amazing i just want to make sure that you understand that Right. I know that maybe some of the some things are frustrating for you, but who you are is amazing. And that don't forget that. Um, so do you think do you have any advice for people, uh, maybe other autistic young adults who are going to vote for the first time? Like how how can they prepare? Um, do you have any advice for, for them? I do. Before you go and vote. Make sure you just remember to take a few deep breaths. Just make sure you can get yourself in a certain headspace where you can manage your emotions efficiently because you don't want to cause any unnecessary un unintentional scenes. Um, and follow your heart. Like, don't like you don't have to vote for someone that your friend needs voting for. Your ballot is your ballot. You can vote for whoever you feel like is the right person to vote for. So when you're preparing to vote, yes. how do you recommend other young adults who are voting for the yes. first time? How do they educate themselves on things? Like what you don't have to go into like titles of yeah, things yeah, or specific yeah, yeah. things, but there, just how where did you get some of your information from? There are channels on YouTube. There's the podcast you recommended me. Like there are many ways to educate yourselves and uh who who the candidates you can vote for are, who are the people you can vote for in your ballot. So it's not like as hard as it may seem on paper. You just gotta know where to look. And like, you also gotta kind of be careful because some people could be, because you, you gotta, just gotta make sure like the information they're giving you is accurate. Like, because you don't want the rabbit hole of misinformation is, an unpleasant one. But the sources I've gathered are I trust and I know I can tell 
based on who the person, the based on the people who have given me the information are, um, I can trust them in knowing that their information is very well accurate and their sources are very, very reliable. So basically, you can listen to podcasts, you can watch stuff on YouTube, you can read yeah. things in your Google feed, there's stuff on social media, yes. you can watch the news. Yes. And you can talk with other people in your life. Yeah. And like you said, you're, you don't have to vote for whoever your friend votes for or your parents vote for. You can vote for who, like you said, follow your heart. I thought that was really well said. So you feel pretty good to be a voter? I do. Very good. I'm very proud of you. Thank you for, for having this conversation. And I'm sure it's going to help people out there who are going through the same thing. Good? Yeah. All right. Before I close things out, I just want to say thank you to Gavin for sitting down with me and talking to me about what his voting experience was and then being willing to share that with all of you. I think it's so important that we remember and that we ensure that our loved ones with disabilities have access to the voting booth, right? Their votes, their feelings, their opinions, uh, they all matter. And, and they have a right to be heard and they have a right to express those, those views and opinions and thoughts uh, at the ballot box. So thank you, Gavin, for being an inspiration. I really appreciate it. I'm very, very proud of you. Um, as always, you can find me at listen.theautismdead.com. All my information is at the top of the page. You can interact with this podcast, leave some feedback if you'd like, uh, submit show requests or apply to be a guest and uh, subscribe in any one of your favorite podcast listening apps. I really appreciate it. You guys have a great weekend and I will talk to you later. Thanks. Bye.